This is Dr. Mystery from the Cabinet of Dr. Mystery. Join me as we explore the horrors of the world. From true crime, unexplained disappearances, and alien abductions, to Satanism, cults, and the paranormal, our cabinet holds the mysteries of the universe. Visit us at notwhatwesay.com or check us out wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Hey, hey! Are you that weird one in your friends group that loves to watch true crime documentaries? Have you ever wanted to learn more about the lesser known crimes? And are you fascinated with ghost stories? I'm Hannah, the creator, editor, and host of Murder Bucket, a podcast that talks about, get this, murders, paranormal activity, abductions, kidnappings, and weird stuff. Join me every Tuesday wherever you listen to podcasts to get the inside scoop on some of the most interesting topics in the true crime world. I am also very active on social media. You can find me on Instagram at MurdBucket, Facebook at BucketMurd, and Twitter at The Murder Bucket. The comedies. What are you doing? He's perfect. The Westerns. Why, you're going to pull those pistols and whistle Dixie. That'll be the day. And the romance. You'll always have Paris. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Hollywood Forever Podcast. Fasten your seatbelts. Telling the stories of Hollywood's classic years. It's going to be a bumpy night. One, two, three, four, pop culture. Who can eat pop culture? Who can eat pop culture? Who and we came back yet again i'm dan and i'm justin and it's the pop culture hootenanny so we got some housekeeping to take care of before we get everything underway we got like four new ipod or well yeah not ipod apple podcast reviews and I think we have one from another website that we're also on. Pod Chaser, I think, is we have a review from there too. So we got uh, this review is from Wit92106. It says, We found each other on Twitter, and as a pop culture household, this pod is right up our alley. My husband, in particular, really enjoyed the content. Definitely a subscriber and a regular listener from here on out. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We enjoy the feedback. Uh, Our next one is from Not Bam F. And this one, the title is uh, Come for the Name, Stay for the Conversation. (laughs) I like it. The PCH is a good show that has a very soothing and calm quality to it. It is very easy to listen, and they cover all different aspects of the pop culture landscape from a different lens than you might s- suspect. Tune in. Wow. Wow. Thanks. That is I like a it. gleamy review. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, more eloquent than I can be. <laughs> this one, fun and relatable, from S. Medallion. And this one, this show is a lot of fun all the way through. 
with super relatable content, where are our Saturday morning cartoons? No, thank you. We want to know. We we did that. So we did last week. We did it all. And then we got one more. This one is on podchaser.com from Showin' Flop. There's a lot to hoot and holler about this show. The hosts have a really fun dynamic that makes each episode a pleasure. Even if you're not big into pop culture, still check them out. Thanks for the review, guys. Thank you very much. Uh, So, yeah, if you uh, leave us a review, we will read it. Uh, Good, bad, or otherwise. (laughs) Um, I'm hoping for a silent bomb. They are fucking clown shoes. Am I allowed to talk now? Am I yeah. supposed to be silent? We have a guest with us guest. today. And this is also the first time in, what, like six, seven months we're all in the same room. That is correct. The Hootenanny is together for real. Justin and I are oh, back, oh, oh, not over the phone. Nothing. I don't it. have to worry about my phone dying. It's much better. Same here. Yeah. I was walking around my pool last time. <laughs> it sounds more relaxing than sitting <laughs> yeah, in the basement. around it. Being swimming in it would have been better, but I was attached huh. to my phone. I mean, you could have at least put your feet in. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, this week we are going to cover some of our favorite fight scenes. It, it It's such a broad category. It is. It's very broad. Um, before we get into it, there has to be some stipulations, right? We have oh, geez. I was already... I, I received several text messages. <laughs> Uh, coming from Dan saying, all right, T-Rod, look, man, uh, we know how your brain works, and we're going to have to say no guns. So I'm like, well, okay, good. We're, we're still rolling strong. There's still plenty of movies. And I believe somebody was walking by and said, yeah, no sci-fi either. I was like, whoa, no, hold on, man. No, Who set no. these stipulations? Well, that, so, that was just that was just someone at work. That, that one doesn't matter. Right. I've... I have a much broader category if we were talking about, like, and I told you today, like if we were talking about battle scenes and things like that. Yeah. that, I think, deserves its own conversation. All right. Now, see, my list, I just did my top three fight scenes. All right. And no, they're not in any real particular order. And (laughs) I intentionally left out, I intentionally left out uh, DC and Marvel movies. Okay. Because that's, that's they strict. have, and I also left out a bunch of fight scenes from movie series that are. are we, we'll get into it. Okay, fair enough. I, uh, I I like where that is at because there are too many um, situations. I think with this topic that we could stray too far in. Like, oh yeah, just as a subjective example. Um, we might say the lobby scene in the Matrix. Yeah. Fight scene, but it's a gunfight scene. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It is. It, I mean, it, it, it's kung fu, and they're tearing things apart. I hope I didn't dash your, your dreams, T-Rod. I'm assuming I believe I know your lineup, or at least one of your lineup. It's pretty much all over the place, but, but let me tell you, is, is, is it safe? Is it safe to put it out there that, that we have lived through three decades of movies with plenty of fight scenes. I mean, we went through yeah. we went through VCR VHS tapes. 
DVDs. Now we're into Blu-rays. Now we can stream everything like that. So I'm, I'm going to have to say, man, it, it's so broad. It really is. Well, And you yeah. feel like you're leaving somebody out. You feel like you're disrespecting a fight oh. scene if you don't I, say it. I swear I was going to say the same thing. Oh, so, I narrowed it to, I have like to your top three. honorable mentions. <laughs> to your top three. I, we lo- we're leaving a lot out. Oh, yeah. I have 99 honorable <laughs> mentions. You know what I mean? Like, there's just... There's some... There's some God, there's some movies that are just fantastic. I feel like these Funko Pops are a fight scene waiting to happen as well. I'm looking around over here, and then one's a little pissed I'm off there on top of the other. one day Dan will write a horror movie involving Funko Pops coming alive and murdering people, but... Uh, They're watching us right now, guys. I don't know. <laughs> I won't because my dolls creep me out, so... And yet I surround myself with action figures. They are not action figures. Well, some of them are. Michelangelo certainly is. <laughs> There's plenty of action figures, too. No judgment, man. It sounds pretty judgy. Pretty I was sick. a pretty big Hulkamaniac myself, so I love seeing Hulk Hogan all over the place. And we even have Thunder Lips. Thunder Lips in the flesh, baby. And I, I believe I, I, I said that quote the last time I was here, except for uh, we had technical difficulties uh, with the recording. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm just going to put it out there. If this doesn't come through clearly, it's because I'm a jinx. Um, we failed several times, one by phone, <laughs> one by live and in person in the studio. And it's an epic failure. And I feel like the content was outstanding. And... Uh, it, it just went to waste. It went to waste. Man. It was I, there was a pure lot of gold thrown to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Maybe it sank. It, it sank for sure. <laughs> there was a lot of <laughs> noises. It was some. Oh, it was a lot of weird noise. I don't know how it got. When I was listening in the headphones, everything was clear. When I edited, it, I don't know what happened. No. That uh, that episode is gone. And I missed the last one. I missed the cartoons. I think for all it's I was just telling Dan like a week ago, like whatever happened to Cartoon Day? Like never mind Saturday. It was called Cartoon Day. You, we were talking about how you couldn't wait, manage to wake up for school. It was so hard to wake up for school, but like your internal clock just went off at six o'clock, six thirty in the morning. You know, you you knew it was because you were anxious. It's like Christmas Day. You, you know, as a kid, you, you could be one of those two kids. Kids that slept in, usually around 13, 14 years old, when you're a kid. Especially when you're a kid, because you still got to get up. You still got to get up before your siblings so you can rush to the cereal box to get the toy. Because the first person to open up the box got the toy. So you got to start off with a nice sugary breakfast, uh, some type of dumb toy, and then you got the the remote to, to start watching. You got the first pick. Wow. Getting there first meant a lot in your household. Oh, it did. it did. Only child. I'm an only child. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know what that's like. That was so no rushing my, for you. Just taking your time. Everything was huh? at my convenience. Yeah. We I, used to I, set little booby traps up, like laying they're all my toys and all kinds of stuff. You know. Ah, <laughs> oh, so shit. See. All right. Well, let's get into some get fight into some scenes. Fight scenes, man. Break out the fisticuffs. I think you guys should start off, man, because you know I'm all over the place right now and. All right. Okay. Well, I, I got one. Okay. And it's uh, it's coming from a comedy movie, and okay. I love it. All right. It's still one of my favorite fight scenes in a movie. Happy Gilmore and Bob Barker. Oh, that was classic. You son of a bitch! You didn't steal it. 
but that's really fucking good. <laughs> that, that's a classic. It, it's su- really it's such a good fight scene because you remember it and you can give off your quotes. And everybody that knows anything about, you know, was it Happy Madison Productions knows what Happy Girl. That that's probably yeah. one of my top three favorite comedies of all time, regardless that of that uh, scene is so amazing. Bob Barker's playing with the whole time. This guy sucks, and he fucking throws his club everything. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just fucking wails on him. The price like, is wrong, bitch. bitch. <laughs> and then he just, like like Hulk Hogan in the ring, just like gets that second burst of wind as eyes open <laughs> His wide, eyes were closed. They were the closed. Throat, just starts giving him haymakers. They right? were closed. <laughs> like, like he laid them out. He was down for the count. He was laid out. The only thing that, that, that actually went where it was supposed to go was Bob Barker on the way down because he couldn't find the hole with the ball, right? And then all of a sudden he wakes up and he goes, oh, and it's just like it's on from there, man. And then it's on national TV. Like, can you imagine that? If that happened in real life? Getting to a getting into a fight at a celebrity pro-am, that'd be so fucking... <laughs> with, he had to be in his 80s at that point. I mean, in the... How old was Bob Barker? He had retired from The Price is Right by then, right? Or no? No, that was... Because no, Happy Drew Gilmore was like 90... Like yeah, that was like 96, <laughs> I want to say. Has it been that there. long? It's been a long time. Yeah, he's been he's running... He's been retired for a while. Drew Carey has lost like weight, then grew hair, then, then gained some weight, then grew more hair... <laughs> It's so are we, are we checking of, on this? Oh, yeah. I, we can talk still. Is Bob Barker still alive? That's a good question. I don't know. That's important. Dan Let's see. Right now. We'll see. Because that's a fight scene in itself, if you ask me. You know what I mean? I'll yes, he is. He is 97 years old. 97 years Bob old. Bob Barker, you fucking champ. <laughs> Get in there. What he your is 97 years old. Let's see. Oh, wow. So, How does he look like? You got a picture of him? I mean, Happy Gilmore was 96, so reverse engineer that. No, so he no, was in his 28 years ago. Yeah, so he was he was only in his 70s, but still no, upper 70s. 20, Dude, he was flipping the jab phenomenally at 72 or three or four, whatever, however old he was. Yeah, Jesus. He didn't even, he didn't even drop the gloves. He kept the gloves on. Yeah. I mean, if this is really what he looks like now, he's kind of he's kind of scary looking. Well, dude, yeah. If you're ninety-seven years old, hey, what, what about old, what about the picture in his prime? If you're ninety-seven years old looking like that, you've yeah. you're still doing well. Hey. I gotta say, how many facelifts are probably added onto that? Yeah. I mean, his face was everything. That was his deal. Oh, I take that back. Okay, so he kept his left glove on. And uh, the picture I'm looking at, uh, we we got a left cross right across the chin, landing flush. To be fair, it's golf, so you probably only you only use your your grip hand. So right. If if I can put two gloves on, I'm putting two gloves on. <laughs> oh man, I don't I don't like you for that because that was a really good one. I feel mine like I got of, a good mine list. Mine is more of um um a. Uh, it's a kung fu flick. All right. Who doesn't I'm not love sure kung how fu? How much of you guys or our audience has ever seen Fist of Legend by Jet Li? But you can YouTube the last 11 minute. The last fight is 11 minutes, and is probably one of the most best choreographed things I can think of. I understand. I'm throwing this out early. Just you mean because. it wasn't real? No. It's not real. What? 
that's Chuck Lee and uh, Bruce Lee, or Chuck Norris and Bruce Lee. In, Chuck uh, Lee, that's a good combo. Return, Chuck Lee. <laughs> Chuck Lee. Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris and Return of the Dragon was also a good one. But Fist of Legend is one of the longest single fight scenes I've ever seen. Uh, there's dirty tricks. There's fucking... Uh, I, I wish I could, you guys could relate, but it's one of my favorites of all time. Um, I watched it, shit, back when I was in college, in like 2001, 2002. Hmm. That was the shit. Uh, I don't even remember hearing about Jet that. Lee, it was one of Jet Li's... Uh, First like, ones? He, he had been in Lethal Weapon 4. That was he a good. Done a couple movies over in China. He's he's much more famous in China than obviously. Oh yeah, he's Asia. But, uh, his his market was established pretty well then. Um, kind of like a Donnie Yen. He's he's really big now. He's uh, I think he's Eatman, right? Isn't that the that's not the kung fu flick? No one's seen that. All right. Either way, I don't know. My point is, um, one of the best things. It's eleven minutes of pure action, and it's sped up. So I think the fight probably lasts like a grand total of like 15 minutes in real life. What about Bolo Yang? What's that? Bolo Yang? Bolo Yang? Um, from uh, Enter the Dragon? From everything. Bolo Young? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm way off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I butchered that, guys. No, no, no. Chung Lee. Chung Lee. I still call him Chung Lee. I still call him Chung Lee. I still think that's my, that's my favorite weirdo, like, bad guy reaction. He's never been a good guy. when he's in that, when he when they're cheering his name in Bloodsport, Bolyan is doing this, like, like, double fist, like, hip thrust fucking... Like flexing his muscles, and he's got the biggest gritty, grittiest smile, yeah, ever. Like he's he's making like a like a smile and a and a growl at the same time, and it blows my mind because I remember it. He just goes, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I don't know. There was a delay in the reaction. I, I feel like too, you know, kind of like when he's getting ready to talk. <laughs> but so, the reason why I bring that up, okay, so. Do you guys know where I'm going with this one? I think so. I mean, yeah, Bloodsport. The final scene, are you kidding me, man? Like, I mean, Jean-Claude Van Damme was blind. I mean, (laughs) he's blind. Blind blind did. He's blind blind did. Whatever. He's not blind forever, but he was temporarily blinded by Chung Li, Chung Lao, Kung Pao. I don't really remember his name, but I'm just saying, like, I know it sounds really, really bad, but, like, come on, man. He beat him up so bad he made him say, Mate. Yep. Is that right? Am I saying that right? That is right. Yeah. That is right. You know, and, and say that was. It. Say it. Say it. Say it. So he doesn't. Look, like, I, I, find it, I, I find it quite entertaining that at the end of the fight scene, he's trying to get him to, 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 to say, Mate. And he still can't see him. He's holding his head, but he can't find his head, dude. So that's absolutely outstanding to me. And right. you guys got to remember, you know what? Dan called it he hit the nail right on the head when he said before he left work i feel like you're not gonna be able to leave the 80s and you know what it's not listen when we were kids growing (laughs) up in the 80s what did we do we watched the same movies 92 times we just hit rewind and just kept going and and back then who didn't want to be a ninja right i wanted to be a ninja right everybody wanted to be a ninja it didn't work out it didn't work out for me (laughs) but i wanted to be a ninja in my mind i was a sweet ninja you know like i I even when I even went as far as to grab dirt in my hand sumo. and throw it up in the air like I was going to do like a ninja getaway or something. Right. And everybody was like, no, I can still see you. Dude, 
I, I do. I will say I love that fight for so many reasons. Just because Bloodsport is one of those movies that Bloodsport is almost like Predator. That was also something yeah. that I was bringing up. I was, but then somebody said, and I don't remember who told me we cannot do sci-fi. And I was like, well, that's not really sci-fi. That's, that could be real life. That wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't. Who said that on a drive-by? Was it a forklift driver? No, it was That's Matt. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Matt said that. Right. You have no right to like restrict me to those kind of parameters. <laughs> right. You have no right. He's not. He's not listening How to this. Ep- anyways. Oh, so. Okay. How dare you restrict? <laughs> you do not reserve the right to hold me back. <laughs> you're. 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 You're eloquent. And the thing of is, is when Dan sent me the text message, these text messages kept coming along, like no this, no that. And when he said no weapons, I was like, great, dude! Like we we can we can we can roll with Predator. And then somebody said no sci-fi, and I'm like, well, that's not really sci-fi. They're on. I I didn't say no weapons. I said no guns, because my next one. My next one. (laughs) I mean, we can keep talking about Bloodsport. I I love Bloodsport. No, I'm just saying it's like. You're absolutely right to be all like we. I, damn it, that was on my list too. So, um, Bloodsport, that last battle, that last fight scene is fucking impressive. Um, you see everything that Frank Dukes get. Okay, first of all, clarification on the real Frank Dukes might hurt T Rod a little bit. That didn't happen. Oh uh, yeah, I, I read up on it. Okay, <laughs> right. I did. That shit. Didn't I was like, happen. he's a real champion, man. You guys do not even realize. Dude. It's almost Mortal Kombat style. You have to get a hidden message sent to you by some type of hey. creature. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, you guys are from. You guys are the sportsters of the of the bunch here. Okay, when I tell you there's a sixty round bracket, how many teams are playing? In sixty rounds. Sixty rounds. Oh my gosh. Or how many people are fighting? A yeah, that's bracket. It's an astronomically large number. Did you yeah, know that? it just keeps going. <laughs> yes, yeah, 60, 60 rounds. <laughs> 60 is, rounds. Yeah. Apparently, and this is what I heard. I did not research this myself, but apparently, uh, Frank's Dukes, the original tournament, was in the Bahamas. It's a good place to be. It is. But he also was quoted as saying he won it, and it was a 60 round tournament. Like a 60 seed? I. I that's there's no way man <laughs> so the guy either was really not aware of how that shit would play out or he was lying and it's not that he, he like I, I guess like a lot of his life did he miss a lot because your hands would hurt you know what I mean think about <laughs> right, it like that you, did you miss a lot and he tired out you tripped right, him well, I, I'm he's doing the trying math. to yeah he's I'm trying to see if I can figure it out that's 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 what I, Shiloh told me he because said he, thing about, he read a thing about Frank Dukes and he said it was a 60 round tournament yeah, I mean, yeah, that it's insane because if you do, I mean, there's what sixty four in the player in the college, college basketball tournament. is sixty four teams, yeah, and that's six rounds, right? So sixty four, thirty two, sixteen, eight, four. You'd yeah. need like thirty six hundred combatants or some shit like that. Right? How many I mean, years? How many years was this? But I mean, like, wouldn't you need thir- like a lot six hundred combatants? Like I said, because <laughs> so, I mean, basic. Well, sixty-four 
that's six rounds. So six. Just only multiply that by ten. So six hundred and forty. You know what I would do? I'd just fast forward it. I wouldn't even watch it. I don't know. Just absurd. Just an absurd amount of thing. There's not even enough time, like, to go through fighter rounds. (laughs) You would have went through two hurricanes before that was done. Everybody fighting all at once would still last, like, seven days. (laughs) Yeah, it it would be a week of solid fighting. It makes, yeah, I mean. There would have to be, like, 900 judges. (laughs) You need a lot of refs. Right. Remember where you were. You're, you're in the Bahamas. Are you really going to sit there and there's too much to, I don't know. You know what, Dan? You've been in the Bahamas <laughs> like four times. Vacation. Yeah, I'm like, hold on. I'm <laughs> trying to imagine no, it in my no, head. I, I've, like, I've oh, been not to the Bahamas twice, and I've been off the boat in the Bahamas, well, I guess three times, but because two different Would you islands. watch a 60-round? No. There's no way. Who, who would have the patience? For? I don't have the patience to watch one. I don't even know if you'd be allowed. I don't to even sit have there the patience long. to watch one have one MMA pay per view. <laughs> let alone watching That's a whole. Blasphemy to T Rod. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> I just I don't know. I just I can't I get can into tell you UFC. Right now, they would look at me like I'm retarded. I can't get into UFC. It's it's all right. It's just not my thing. Like I could I could watch boxing, but UFC is not. Like I could not just sit there and watch a, a tournament that big. No, no, no chance. Think, think about how pay per view is right now, and I get it that this that this fight would not have been on pay per view. Oh, there's no. But way. do you realize like how much goes on in between fights? Right. I don't have patience for that. There's blood you got to clean up. There's doctors you got to call in. It's blood sport. People die. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy I'll cleaning the mat finds a gold tooth and. <laughs> And just puts right. it in, put his in his mouth. Pocket. Oh, what a stereotypical! Oh no, janitor. you're right. He did put it in. Yeah, he, he like his, bites it first to make sure it's real gold, yeah, and then puts it in his right, pocket like while he's looking around. <laughs> oh, you stereotypical Asian janitor! Why? Why? This is like so much stuff I remember. Why do I remember so much from Bloodsport? I haven't seen that movie, movie in 20 years, though. It's a great movie. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched Bloodsport, but yeah. You know, I looked up with that. Uh, you know, I can't remember what her name is inside of the movie, but I did look up, you know, the cast of Bloodsport. And yeah. I clicked on the, the girl, and I wanted to see what she looks like. It's been rough for her, bud. Life or just physically? I mean, I, you know. We're talking his attractiveness. I'm gonna say, Bloodsport was her better days. Well, that's a. I mean, a lot of a lot of the '80s actresses. John Claude struggled with that too. Yeah, well, he's yeah. he's had some surgeries. Getting beat up by your bouncer and doing a lot of cocaine will do that to you too. Now you want to see some great Jean Claude work? Well, she's not Watch. terrible. She's not terrible looking. <laughs> she looks but just fine. What the fuck are you talking? She looks fine. From that, it's been twenty-eight years. What do you I don't want. I want to. I want to spend over thirty. Bloodsport was like eighty-eight. My memory. Right, okay, so it's been thirty-two years. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna rewind it and just you know, <laughs> going back in time. <laughs> I feel like I time. feel like I'm allowed what to say that. What are you, what are you going right? back in time? <laughs> I feel so like I'm allowed gonna... to say this kind of stuff because somebody's going to say it about me. <laughs> hey, nah. man. I gave you permission. Hey. It's okay. Hey. I said you it and me, are, we're both living to 100. So Yeah, I said 100. I, that's my goal. I want to be 100. I just want to say I was 100. Good I don't you. really have any other goals outside of there. Like, why do you want to live 100? I don't know. 
Just how many cause. people do you know that says they live to 100? Not many. Not many, so I want to do it. Not one. Not that I know. I don't have to be like one on one or anything like that. I mean, just you should, I want to be you make it, you gotta, I got to hit that benchmark one hundred. If I hit one hundred, yeah. if I, I make it to one hundred, keep me in an iron every other day is like you know. then pull the fucking plug. Hey, Bob Barker's almost there. <laughs> hey guys, honestly, do you think my brain would stop working before then? It's still gonna roll. It's still gonna roll, but you and by the time I'm a hundred, you're gonna be able to see what I'm thinking. Maybe. You got a lot getting of awful science fiction right. I don't know. But no, I think I am right. Yeah, well, right. shit. I think yeah. this is going down. That's it. How old Somebody's are you? probably thinking about it right now. How old are you? 39. 39. He'll be 40 in September. 40 in September, that's if right. If you can man. make it to 100, I bet you you're right. I bet you there'll be something that'll like transcribe your very thoughts. I bet you you could. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll, I won't argue that. I mean, I won't be alive to see it. But <laughs> There's no 100 it, for you? I ain't making it to 100. No, no, no. Why not? You don't you, like. like it, it's funny you say that because you're wearing a shirt that has Yoda on it, and Yoda was like seven hundred, bud. <laughs> so I can't wear a shirt unless I identify with the fictional character's age. He's real. Is he? I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Just because we can't see him doesn't mean he's not real, you know. Oh, oh like his force ghost. I mean, he's got to be out there. He's with the force. He's still. He's still with us. I love you, T-Run. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're right. amazing. Let's I go. mean, let's go. <laughs> I mean, I wore my Chuck Norris Funko shirt because yeah, we're that's doing like fights. Chuck Norris is still that's fucking two, out there. And you talk bad about him, he's going to kick our ass. Hey, that's right. Listen, no, I would never. like a million bucks. Like, I would man, never talk bad about Chuck Norris. You do it. That ninja, All right. you know, he did. My number time. two. Okay. I'm going uh, Marcellus Wallace, Butch, Zed, and the Gimp. Yeah, I could see it. That's. I have not. It's so violent. It's, it's and a violent scene. It's it's like a struggle for your life. Like you feel that struggle for life. It's also the time I think, and I agree. I agree. It's also that move that gives you more introspection. There's a danger about what you think is going to happen if you're not. If you haven't seen Pulp Fiction before, the tension will build when you're watching that scene. Yeah, you're 100 percent correct. Because you're like, oh my god, this oh shit's my happening. God, they got ball gags around. Wait a second. And ball gags are a more commonplace thing in society now than they were back then. Yeah, in <laughs> ninety so, ninety four. Right. I mean, as far as it, you know, so there was only a few things that could mean, but them both, him and their Big weapons. Rain, yeah. What else could it mean? Right. I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, and everything that walks in there is. Dude, the poor guy who played—he was Redfoot in uh, *Usual Suspects*. That was the guy <laughs> who played uh, Zed. Yeah. I can't remember the actor's name. Interesting. But he was Redfoot. Yeah, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but. Um. But yeah, that whole scene is nutty. And there's no way I could turn my back on somebody who wanted to be dead if I knew that was happening to him either. Yeah. I don't know if I. I don't know. I, I don't know if I could do it. Right. I mean. <clears throat> he would have had to have murdered somebody I know already. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fuck you, pal. Yeah. But, like, if it was just me and he wanted to be dead, I don't think I could leave him in that because I think that'd probably be a better... I think the Butch solution was probably the best solution he could have done. Yeah. And I know he did it. And he didn't do it out of saving his own skin. No. He did it because yeah. he's like, fuck, I can't leave him here. What the fuck's going to happen? This is That's beyond what a man's dignity should allow. Right? You know? Yeah. So, it's... I mean, and it's the fuck out of it with some katanas. 
<laughs> and I love, dude, I love it too because he goes to the weapons like, what does he grab first? Like he grabs a, a, a bat? He grabs yeah. a bat first? I think so, yeah. And then doesn't he grab like a, na- a, a hatchet or, I don't know, he, he looks uh, yeah. at three different weapons. Yeah, he grabs a couple different things. And then he centers on that yeah. fucking samurai sword. Well, and that's mostly a Quentin Tarantino. I think he just that, likes samurai uh, swords. That leads into. I like samurai swords. That leads into Katanas. my favorite fight scene. One of my favorites, my second favorite, or number two, whatever. Um, Kill Bill Two. In the trailer. Daryl Hannah, Uma Thurman, in the trailer. Where she yeah. gouges out her eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. The music in that scene is so goddamn tense. They're talking at each other with the passive-aggressive sarcasm that women do, <laughs> right? I mean, they're 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 like, what does it say? Um, something, something, something. B, like they talk to each other with a weird, like disassociated, like I don't know, like yeah, expressing dominance. I don't in a, in, through conversation through sarcasm or not sarcasm wittiness wit yeah Matt, but they don't yeah I know it's like like the dialogue in the scene isn't that much it's just how they talk to each other yeah it's just, it's like, it's it's just, just you know what I mean it has a the inflection it, yeah it, it has a lot of things because like you know those two have been destined to fight for a while you figured out in the first movie she was there to kill her right? yeah she was waiting in the thing. She had the shot, or she was, you know, she was sitting down right now. And Bill's like, oh, you don't know her shit. Right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, you got to leave her alone. You're that poor girl alone. You've done enough to her. You know, that kind of shit. So, it comes back to the fact that she's wanted to do this the whole goddamn movie. The whole goddamn, both movies. She's finally getting her chance for revenge. And after she kills Buck, which is pretty fucking sweet, by the way. I gotta say, the whole black mamba in the suitcase. Yeah. But that fight scene when she kicks in the door after she's collected and you think she's making her getaway after killing Buck and she's gonna blame it on B, right? You know, she calls um, Bill. Wow. Wow, it's Kill Bill. And I said, Bill. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it happens but, to the but, best uh, of us. Um, I think that's one of my, one of my favorite sh- showdown scenes. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's it, definitely got it, the showdown it, it, element. Yeah, well, I mean, the second one was more of a the first. The first movie was kind of made as a montage to Japanese, yeah, stuff. The second one was spaghetti westerns. Yeah, right. So uh, they had the standoff, almost like a tombstone or a fucking, you know, I mean, or a, you yeah. know, something along those lines. The, the man with no eyes, name. Who's making the first move? When's it going down? You know what I mean? Yeah. And they tear up that fucking trailer, dude. <laughs> That's it's just. It's the ultimate cat fight, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good one. I love that scene. Uma Thurman just plucks out her eye, and she's just left there. You bitch! <laughs> just right. like left her in a trailer in the middle of the desert. She's dead. <laughs> or is she? See, I thought about I thought about Kill Bills, both of them, because but then I'm like, you could you could pretty much any fight scene in either of those movies could be someone's favorite. Right. Because uh, they're all so, so good. In the end of the first one against o, uh, Oren, that is, um, she calls her out, calls her out in Japanese, 
she has to kill all of her minions to fucking do it. It's a great fucking setup to a boss battle. I mean, that's essentially what it kind of was, you know? Yeah. As a, The gamer in me sees it as minions defeat these guys before you can open up the weakness to the boss or whatever the hell, you know? This and, is such a good topic. It's so hard to do Well, it, it's, your top three because I think when we were at work, I think I read it off like 44 and about... <laughs> maybe two minutes and I'm just going on and then I had validations to them um, these movies are pretty good you know the things you're pulling out and, and right. the funny part is is like I'm thinking straight action and you guys are going all over the place but it's okay I got some honorable mentions it's <laughs> outstanding but right. we gotta I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on task because you know mama said I got I got a, like a time limit she said that uh, I don't know you guys are never gonna believe this but they, she, she, she seems to think that I talk a lot what? And then we can drag on. She said, your conversations are so run on. And I'm like, I, I says who? I don't. I've never heard that before in my life. No never. One, nobody. Nobody. Never. Ever says no one ever. Don't no mind one. me. I'm putting Rorschach's mask back on. I see that. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm going to go to another one of mine. And um, I think the main reason why I actually like this is because it's the first time I've seen a uh, two combatants fight with knives upside down. And I'm going to go with Under Siege when Tommy Lee Jones fights Steven Seagal in the ship and they're just going at it, right? They're going at it and they got their knives and I'm like, why are these guys like fighting with their knives down? Like, the point of that has got to go up, man, not down and they're over there just they're doing their thing and I, I was like, the first time I ever seen that and then I was like, man, you know, if I get a knife, maybe I better learn how to fight knife up knife down because Tommy Lee Jones he got his ass whooped man he went, his head went right through the screen you know yep. and uh, you know I thought that was pretty pretty good fight scene and and it's just I mean I know when you're when you're looking at the, the actors as a whole like Tommy Lee Jones is it was never built up to be any type of uh, uh, Steven Seagal but he was still Batman pajama inside of that movie though you know what I mean so yeah. I rather like that, and then there's. I don't some... think you can take away from any Tommy Lee Jones action no, movie. Tommy Lee Jones's acting is. He's he's a, he's, he's great. He's actor, a man. very versatile actor. He played it off, and you know, and, you know, another uh, kind of uh, fight scene that I enjoyed rather well in that movie was uh, when what's her name was fighting to get out of that cake. A oh, great fight scene. <laughs> fighting, fighting that weak cardboard. God. She was fighting her way out, man. I mean, she, you know, it was for her. She life. wanted to be free. It was, she wanted. She needed to be free. Right. And she celebrated by being happy and topless. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, uh, Outstanding fight scene in that movie as well. <laughs> that was a He's battle. a chef. He's good with cooking knives. This is a strange confession. I have never seen Under Siege all the way through. What? Did you hit pause? You should watch it. It's on Prime. At the cake sign? Or a no. cake scene? <clears throat> or Netflix. It's on something right it now. I know it is. never crossed my interest as an adult <laughs> to go back and to watch it. To go back and watch it. it it's not I understand. I it's not that I don't like Steven Seagal. It's just that I didn't like much of his movies. And it's also because I didn't get a lot of exposure to him. <clears throat> he had a lot of one-liners that were outstanding. You know, it's just right. like they all did back in the 80s. And right. I think that's why Dan said, are you going to make it out of the 80s? And I'm like, man... I don't know if we're gonna have time for me to make it out of the eighties. You made it out of the eighties under the siege. Show, was, you know what I mean? And under I'm siege was real the nineties. There's a lot. There's I'm a lot not, of fights. I really like Steven Seagal in Executive Decision because he was that was outstanding. 
Hey, I like about, how they Steven Seagal's name. Fifteen minutes. I like Steven. how they promoted it as he was like a main, main star, guy, right? They and he the trailer is like they showed like all the scenes with him in it in the trailer. Like, yes, we got to get these guys. I'm here to gu- I'm here to guard you. I'm your protection. <laughs> it's all this shit, and then he's dead. Fifteen minutes in. Yeah, that was quite a disappointment. Minutes. Minutes, but he's still I don't even know if it's that long. So you're like, you're like, there's no way he's dead. He's gonna come back to life, right? You know what I mean? Or he no healed. He's dead. He's he gonna healed. Come back to life. He healed. You know? <laughs> he got sucked out of an airplane, dude. I mean, you know, you don't know, man. Hey. You don't know. You saw his body as the 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 the, the, the bridge or, thing broke. Or apart. was that his body? Yes, I know. He just had a <laughs> weighted double waiting in the wings to throw out. That's just how that's just, that that's just how those movies were back in the day. You know what I mean? It's just like it's always possible. The the impossible is possible. Well, the uh, impossible is possible now. Yeah, I mean, Shit. it's it's absolutely outstanding. It's like there's still hope, you know. Maybe. All right, my third choice. I actually went with the TV series fight. Okay. The hallway fight in Daredevil. Daredevil. Um. That is, def- wasn't on my radar, but it's definitely an honorable mention. I'll throw that in my cabinet. Oh, it, it, that is that one of is the best really, fight scenes. It is really goddamn good. And it's not Marvel Studios, so I sneaked Fucking it in. Loophole, son of a bitch. I sneaked it in. <laughs> it's not Marvel Studios. I did have another one that was up there. My other one would have been. Um, they live the alley fight when he's trying to make him put the glasses on. When, when John Nada, I can't think of the other guy's name now, but Roddy Piper's fighting. <laughs> he's trying to get him to put the glasses on to show him the truth. That's a good fight scene too. Man. That is a great fight scene. But the Daredevil one wins it out for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great fight scene. How many? He like goes down like six flights of stairs, beating the shit out of everybody. It's something. It like just fights like ten different guys, like right. just in a hallway. You're right. just like, and he does it with grace's grace and skill. He still gets gets a beat down. He's still getting a beat down in the middle of it. He's still getting hit. And all oh that yeah. Shit. That's kind of like um, I'll throw out the honorable mention of. Uh, Joe Barenthal in his introduction as the Punisher in the prison scene. Yeah. Did you ever see that? I did. Okay. I mean, I've said it in time and time again. Joe Barenthal is a scary dude. Like, his Frank Castle's a scary dude. Yeah. He plays that role really well. And I hope some to God that Marvel does something with him. But in that scene, that is the most diabolical shit. <laughs> He kills and shanks like fucking seven people while breaking the neck of six other guys. Yeah. <laughs> all, all getting stabbed like three times. Like. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I that was a fucking great scene. Oh shit. Well, I I, I got a one that T Rod you'll you'll appreciate. Scott, can we? I know we can't do series, but you know, like I want to say Rocky, I want to say Rambo. Oh no, you can. You, you, you can no, say whatever. Those are, those are, those I just said no guns. Honorable mentions, but every anybody that knows me knows that those are already there. So I'm trying to think outside of the box rather than in the box. Well, I will say I will I will meet you halfway with my. Please meet me halfway. Okay. One of my favorite scenes from Creed 
Oh yeah. Okay. Love it's that. It's his first show. fight. That scene, as far as I can tell, and I know that the camera, you know, you could there's the, the Hollywood magic behind it and all that stuff. I've said it. I think I've said it before on the podcast. That fight, to me, visually, is one scene. It's one take. Without, I don't think, you know. I think you might be right. There wasn't book, very many angles. Jordan does not fucking. Cuts. He does not. I don't think he leaves the shot. So I don't know. I haven't. I'd have to rewatch it. It's one but, of those yeah. things. Yeah, he doesn't leave the shot. It's his first thing. The focus is on him the entire time. It zooms around. It shows him. But I mean, it <clears throat> it shows like a good. Well, what, what's around? What's around? Two minutes? Three. Three minutes. It shows that. Sorry, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's three solid minutes of him dancing and moving. Everything that a boxer does for three minutes. Now, granted, I understand it's not the biggest highlight of the movie, but for some reason, the way they film that shit just makes me... I, I don't know. I love it. I've watched that scene probably 30 fucking times. I think it's one of my favorites. Probably seen that movie 30 times. Yeah. I mean, I, it's... Rocky will always get play. Rambo will always get play. You know, like, you're always going to get... I mean, those are childhood uh, heroes. You know what I mean? So you're always rooting for them. And you know what? And you know what? And they guess what? Guess what? And they're still bad. There's still some bad mamma jammas 30, 40 years later. They're still, you know, you can't get them down. You know what I mean? I mean, think about it, man. I mean, Rocky beat cancer. Well, you know what I mean? I think we, we can establish his greatness for more than just that. <laughs> I mean, even when easy. he lost, like, like I think, I think uh, he he didn't have a he didn't have quite the winning record that people would you know think about him. I mean, I I remember I seen uh, on a game show. I think it was like Family Feud or something like that, and uh, they were they were saying name one of the most popular boxers of all times, and and it was like it was crazy because the first round somebody mentioned Rocky. So I mean, you, you're gonna you're gonna get the. Uh, Muhammad Ali's in there and the Mike Tyson's right. and they say Rocky and then the other person comes out and they say the same thing Rocky eh, eh, you know what I mean right. you can't say it twice you know but the survey included that and that right. is outstanding dude yeah. like dude because everybody says it but people don't even really they just don't even know it's true famous boxer of all time well to be fair Rocky was at the top of those steps for a very long time after those movies were that's made. terrible like why do people do that just leave it alone why would you why would you take that away? Leave it there. Well, no, they did that. How long ago did they moved that? They, they moved that. There's shit. been some years. I think it's yeah. been like ten or fifteen years. Since yeah, it's been a while. It was something to do with they wanted to, people to realize that Rocky. I think it's this whole conversation. They wanted people like, to go like, hey, hey, you hey. know, he's he's not a real guy, right? right? That's art. Two hundred years from now, we don't want kids thinking. And then Rocky Balboa climbed the steps. I mean, yeah. think, think, no. think about it like this. You remember, you remember in the one Rocky school. at the end. You know, at the end of what, what is it like five Rocky five? You know what I mean? That wasn't my favorite. You know what I mean? I don't but, think, but listen, he he, would gets, rather he, he, Rocky he goes five. jogging and he's got his son Robert with them, and they get to the top of the steps, and he goes, you know, after all these years running up these steps, I never knew there was valuable pictures inside. That's a classic right there. Like, why would you take that down, man? He led. I mean, he didn't even know that that was a museum at the top of the stairs, you know? It's kind of, you know, this thing, he's not not the brightest bulb, you know? Yeah. He's just got that hot of gold. He's got that hot of iron. 
brightest point. That he does, you know, that he does. So anything to do with them, man. I, I mean, I was trying not to, to get it going because we can do a whole Rocky show, you know. Oh, we I'm, probably could. I, I, I could. I want that you, to happen. I, you want me to, I'm so going to point something out. Now you're going to have to look for it in Rocky Three, if you've never known this. In Rocky Three, at the beginning, when there's the marching band scene. Oh, yeah. Look at look at the guy with the bass drum. His bass drum is signed by Mr. T. It no says way. Mr. T. Oh, does it? He signed he signed the bass drum. That's he outstanding. Signed he signed it while he was on set, like Mr. <laughs> T. Apparently, yes. Standing. The guy asked, and but no one whited it out. It made it. If you watch Rocky Three, watch the parade. Oh, I mean, That's I'm fun. sure you could edit it out it in some make, well, some way, but yeah. Editing wasn't the same back then. No. I mean, it was. But yes, it's you, Mr. T signature is on the bass head. You don't need to edit that out. It's oh, Rocky. I'm to do it. I'm just Rocky, keep it in there. Who cares? No. You're going to go see it again anyway. <laughs> I know I am. I think he's talking about Rocky like he's real. <laughs> Maybe. Goes, Rocky, what do you mean he's not real? Up there, Rocky. You can do it. Sylvester <laughs> <laughs> right. Stallone, we love you, bud. <clears throat> what about what about some directors that just direct great fight scenes? Well, I have to give Zack Snyder one of the first. I have Zack Snyder and Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, Zach, they're they're both outstanding. I, I okay. Zack Snyder has a way with it, with action, and I've said this before, and I'll defend it forever. He's got a way with action. He's got a way with harshness with yeah. um, with things that you might not think about. I said it before um, in the Wonder Woman scene in Batman v Superman where she's fighting with Doomsday. Yeah. Right? Every time she's slashing at Doomsday's Aunt Calf, right? Because she says it. Her impact is so hard from I mean, because there's physics involved, right? He's supposed to be, you know, an unstoppable force. Yeah. She's supposed to be an, you know, or she's yeah. the unstoppable force he's the immovable object, right? Yeah. When she swings, her sword heats up. Because when you hit something hard enough, it gets hot. You ever see those things that, like uh, at the end of Con Air? The thing that kills Cyrus the virus? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Boom. The, 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 I don't know what that is. It's for a crushing concrete, right? Or yeah. gravel, whatever. Yeah. That thing, when they do it on oil rigs or when they do it, the, the pound real shit in, like you know steel girders and rivets... That shit gets hot. Yeah. Hot to a point of super, you know, it, it's like, you know, 400 degrees and shit. Whatever the, before the That's melting point of metal is, I don't Yeah. Know. But it gets really fucking hot. But Zack Snyder does those kind of things. Yeah. But I will say this. Zack Snyder in 300 was probably one of my favorite in that bunch as well. See, that's another one where I was like, that whole movie... It's every fight, fight scene, scene is like every fight scene is so good where you're just like it's almost like it's like iconically overzealous like I yeah I, I don't know if I'm if that's the right phrase to put out there I know like, what you mean though like like the slow motion scene when you first see Leon when you first see Leonidas break from rank right and he goes in after they've deflected back and people are starting to run and they're getting random guys coming in as opposed to Solid Army that whole scene that's in slow-mo when he fucking when he finishes it off with just battering that guy back with the shield it the 
the, it almost looked like it was drawn on the film. Or, yeah. Or, or that it had that, like, that image belongs in an urn, on a Greek urn type. It's, yeah, type. like, almost almost animated. Right. Like, where you're just like, it's, this is what you would, this is the picture, you don't, you're not supposed to see this. Right. Like, this is like the picture they drew, the caricature of right. that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am a I'm a Zack Snyder fanboy, so it's unfortunate. But I I, I, I mean, I think my <laughs> so, favorite Zack Snyder fight is Superman and Zod. Yeah. Because that whole fight sequence is all, another one where you're just like, there's no weaponry. Like Zod doesn't even know all his powers. Oh, he's yeah, learning he his no powers right. as he's fighting. Right. He just he he's just adapting got, much faster to everything too. Yeah. Yeah. Remember remember when he first came out and he was like, oh, I can't, I can't. Right. Hear it only took him a day to get used to that shit. <laughs> you right. know. Um, yeah. I I I was gonna bring in uh, as an honorable mention uh, Superman versus Batman. Yeah. I mean, just because again it's Zack Snyder, but the it parrots the Dark Knight animated yes. version but it has its own style the Dark Knight the Frank Miller version yeah yeah. and and, and I think one day I'm going to get that book back when when Superman is weakened by the kryptonite gas talking right? to you McNulty what uh, I, I'm muttering uh, I, I said I'm talking to you McNulty he's got uh, he's got my book my comic book <laughs> <laughs> um, but when, when Superman's hit by the first wave of gas of yeah. kryptonite gas and he learns that it's that it could be over. You know what I mean? Like, you've seen Superman fight, and you've seen him fight with confidence. And by the time Batman vs Superman rolls around, he's there. He's scared. Yeah, you know you, I mean? you see the fear. You, 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 like he right. at that it's, point, he knows he's immortal. He knows nothing is gonna hurt him, stop him. Right. And then out of nowhere, he's he's away. got this like childlike fear. Right. And then when you see when they go back into the building, and you see. And you see, uh, they go down at a level, and they're fighting in the bathroom. And Batman, <laughs> Batman throws them through like three sinks. No, Superman throws Batman through like three sinks, <laughs> right? I mean, I don't know if you've ever. It's like, what kind of mask do you sink? have? I mean, because like they would, <laughs> but, he didn't. I mean, he got a little bit of a bump. Right. He got right back up, man. Right. Well, I mean, I think again, the way they portrayed that scene where. Super, or Batman's punching Superman, right? He's got him against the wall, and he's weak, but you can tell things are starting to turn Superman's way. And fucking, he just keeps punching, and he's taking the hits. He's going, puh, 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 puh. and then all of a sudden, on like the sixth punch, Batman's uh, gauntlets are like denting on his face. I, those little touches yeah. mean a lot to me. And this yes. is why like, that's why. Even the Watchmen. The fight scenes in in the Watchmen, the fight sequences in the Watchmen, very good. Like the opening scene yeah. when the comedian gets killed. Yeah, that that oh with uh yeah yeah that whole scene. And you don't the even see who he's fighting. Right. Yeah. Because he's like in the the, the the literal ninja getup, like black stalker getup, you know. Fucking. I I think I want to uh veer off just a tad with uh um, with a uh you know honorable mention. And uh, this, this fight scene is going to be more one-sided, and uh, the defeated uh, opposer did not get back up. 
when Forrest Gump whooped dude's ass inside of the, and after he after he sit there and he slapped Jenny, he beat his ass dude with one end. Wow, 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 wow. He did not get back up and it was completely one sided. Was that not great? He whooped two dudes' asses in yeah. there. Yeah. One in college and then one man. Look, man, he didn't even break a sweat. And guess what? When he whooped his ass, he didn't even increase his uniform. It wasn't even wrinkled. He whooped his ass so bad. Let's talk about that. That's a great honorable mention. It's very one side. Politely to leave the Black Panther. <laughs> he apologized. <laughs> he apologized. He's like, I'm sorry for ruining your Black Panther party. I'm sorry, I ruined your Black Panther party. Dude, dude, that's amazing. Dude, uh, the fact that you, br- I love you, man. See, that's <laughs> so great. That's like, that's, see, that's what I never even would have thought of. And, like, and the thing is, too, is it's. I, I think with that, it's the moment. The moment the audience is like, that son of a bitch. And then you see, like, you, Forrest reacts with the audience with it, right? He, he's looking. He did what everybody wanted to do. He sees the slow motion and smack. And then you see Forrest's eyes go wide. <laughs> like, that was so one sided. <laughs> like, there was no move, there was no time between that and his movement. Oh, dude, it was classic. Over Thank the table, you, and he just kept hitting him. You know, he used one hand. He didn't even need to use his other hand. Dude, that, uh, yeah. And, you, and and that and and the, the force from the punch was also coming like your rock crusher and Con Air. <laughs> Repeated, boom, boom, yeah, boom, yeah, boom. <laughs> he almost—it's uh, it, true too because the way he was beating him up, it didn't look angry. It looked more like time to kill. <laughs> it was just, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it I was know. just the machine right, kicked in. Right, it was, yeah, right. It he, was he, emotionless. Gump is a machine. There was no fear there. It was, it was just, just it was pure emotionless. Ass. Right, I'm going to kick his ass. Loved it. I mean, not that. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a it, good one. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, it doesn't um, have to be like super popular, but it's something that I guarantee you. Oh, no, you you're, you're absolutely. Watch, you're like, you know yeah, you're, you're right, absolutely man. right. It's a, it's a fight scene for sure. Yeah, it is. It's fight. One sided. Hey, hey. I don't care. It's a fight. It's a fight. But yeah, see, like the movies that like that I I've thought about, and I'm like, man, there's so many. But like the Bourne series, I another that's another like, but there that whole series is like you could pick almost any fight, fight, and you're like, man, because he cra- he handily and craftily beats everyone down. And right? the John Wick series, the right. same it's way, the same thing. It's. You know? There's, there's too many to go, so I'm trying to be, like, off the wall, and I'm trying to be reminiscent. I'm trying to, to go back and, and, and think about fight scenes and movies that might have something that's different. You know what I mean? Like, right. Bloodsport, like, I talked to a couple people today about Bloodsport, and, like, what's that? Yeah. Like, no, it's, we a, it's a real youngins. thing. You know what I mean? And we're not even that old. I feel right. like and we're so just, old. I just feel like that's just something, like, you can't possibly... Not they, know what that is, like you know, like it, okay. They, they're doomed to never really like that shit. They don't have to. Yeah. They grew up with better stuff. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's better to them, but not to not to us. Yeah. Or it's it's just as equal. I it's wholeheartedly agree. Bloodsport is an amazing movie. Oh yeah, for sure. But he wears a fucking bright orange blazer in the middle of China and is trying to run away from two very tall military recruits. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even see him. <laughs> they didn't notice the only white man in Hong Kong. Because <laughs> he's that good. Outstanding, dude. Well, it's because he's so short. But. <laughs> no, like uh, when we were in, when we went to Hawaii, right? We we're on the Another bus going to vacation for Dan. 
I like to go on vacation. We were going to, I think it was when we were going, I don't remember if it was sharks, shark diving or swimming with dolphins. It was one of those. But we were on the boat or on the bus going there and the people, these they were kids like, like 19, 20. And uh, they were talking about like, movies and that they'd never seen and they were like oh i've never seen jaws and i just wanted to smack them and then the one guy was like i don't even watch movies i like the last movie i watched was like happy feet or something i'm like what the fuck it's not even a real person you're not even a real person i'm like this is where my cell insecure judgment would kick in like how dare you insist you're better than me you son of a bitch That's I I would just be like, what? Fuck off, man. I I wanted to so bad. But I know more and more people like that. As I've gotten old, as I've lived life. No, it's upstairs. I've known more and more people. All the way up. I know more and more. I've I've known more and more people that don't watch movies. Like I know three people at work that don't watch movies. Yeah, I just I don't understand it at all. Like it's just one of those weird things. Yeah. Oh, another one. Um, Zack Snyder again. It's the sucker punch scene. Yeah. The samurai fight. The fan of sam- That's what I'm saying. Like Zack, fight, Zack Snyder scene. falls into that category. It's it's one of the most beautiful fight scenes I've ever seen. I, yeah. Uh, uh, it, it it holds the quality of the the Japanese standoff, the samurai standoff type deal, but they're you know thirty foot monster samurai. <laughs> and they, they can kick her yeah around. that, that movie was not my thing I <laughs> no, did not I, I that was the one thing as visually stunning as Zack Snyder can be some of his work can be hollow well that I mean that movie it, it felt like a live action anime to me and it was just I was like I can't and, get and, into and this the subject matter was kind of dark and I was younger when that came out not younger but you know, yeah I was like what is was it, it like Came out in two thousand nine. Yeah, eight, nine, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. You know, I, I, the subject matter was like girls getting f- fucked with sexually in prison. Like, yeah, it, it was a weird. That's kind of the fucking innuendos that it's made. Like not prison, I'm sorry, in an insane asylum. Or yeah. In a, in a, in a as- asylum for uh, naughty girls or whatever the fuck they want to call it. Yeah, it was. It was a weird concept. It was, yeah, it was. I mean, I understood what they were trying to do. But and I didn't like it. And I mean Oscar Isaac's in it and he's a good actor. It's not like he I mean that was kinda of yeah, before I, he got super big, but Yeah, I I'm not saying it was poorly like I said, the the it's to me it just came off like live action anime and I just it kinda took me out of it. Yeah, I, I didn't like most of the other segments. That was like that movie was basically it, uh, I never I mean, I finished it, but it was like one of those movies where I just had it on and I was doing other stuff, so it was just in the background, right. and I was like, right. there'd right. be like a big fight sequence, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty sweet, and then I'd go back to doing whatever I was right. doing. Right, It just didn't have that, it, it didn't hold my interest, like the Nazi techno-punk war thing, it wasn't a Yeah, thing. it was, like I said, it was weird. I don't know. But yeah, Zay, again, the fight scenes are awesome. Right. Very, very convincing fight sequences. Right. Um, yeah, like I said, I mean Tarantino, he's got amazing fight scenes. Well, look I mean, at it, look at Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say the the Bruce Lee fight scene. The, the Bruce, Bruce Lee, Lee fight. Bruce Lee fight. Even know. even the house invasion fight. Well, dude, 
It's so goddamn real. He's like just tripping. He's, he, he's so fucked up. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, there's a certain line that I think we've discussed this, right? When we wanted to see it. Yeah, yeah, we talked I about it. When he started beating the women, and that's, yeah. I didn't know how to feel about it, right? Like, I mean, like when he smashes, when he smashes her face am I on a the horrible person on the the mantle. But they're there to kill him and everyone inside, right? Yeah. That's the thing. It's not like this is an innocent person. They made their intentions clear. Yes. Right? All of them did. You're in on this. You're here to kill me. Tex. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, I think that's your loophole in, 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 in that type of scenario. Right. That's your it's, loophole. It's, because, it's you know, my mom like said, you don't never put your hands on a woman. My dad's like, oh, it takes a bitch to put your hands on a woman. However... However, Sharon Stone and Total Recall deserves to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you're gonna come, if you're gonna come at me with a knife or right. something like some type of weaponry, right. and you're trying to inflict right. uh, terminal, you know, damage to my body or something right. like that, like right. yeah, you, you got to go. Right. Yeah. And you got you know, they made their intentions clear, but yeah, and the music that was playing. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? that movie. That whole movie is great. Did you see they? He's releasing a novel. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino wrote a novel. Right. That's the name of the novel? Yeah. Oh, I'm buying it. Are well, you guys going to read that? It's I'll, coming out. I'll listen to it on Audible. I was going to say, yeah, I'm, I'm dyslexic, but I'm not reading it. I'll listen to it, too. Yeah. What, when did you know when it comes out? I don't know. I just got an email about it the oh, other day. Okay. Well, but I know it's yeah. coming out. I'll let you know. I'll look into okay. it. Um, but yeah, like some other movies, like Great Fight Sequences, uh, Eastern Promises, Never Vigo. Got to see Eastern Promises. And I love Vigo Mortensen. Vigo Mortensen. He's there's a fight scene. Is it in the shower? It's in like a, a bath, like a bathhouse. Bathhouse. Yes. Or something like that. And he's completely naked and fights two guys I've like heard about that. with his bare hands. Yeah, I've heard about that. I've heard it's brutal. I'm pretty well. sure I have it out there. I will. I will let you borrow it. <laughs> it might even be. It might be so old that it's on HD DVD. You know when Blu-ray was oh, first yeah, starting yeah. and there was HD DVD and Blu-ray. I'm pretty sure it might even be an HD DVD, but it works in a in DVD players still. Um, Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon. It's Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee had yeah. to make this category at some. Point. Oh yeah, Bruce Lee. I mean, basically any kung fu movie made ever, pretty much. Yeah. Serious kung fu movie made ever. Right. Not. I mean, even some of the fucking ridiculous ones have good fight sequences. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, Bruce Lee. You can't not leave. You can't leave Bruce Lee out of a fight sequence. Right. Um, he gra- he rips he rips chest hair off of bigger dudes and then blows in the wind like it's nothing. <laughs> and and, and he, did you guys watch that ESPN special about Bruce Lee? And they were talking about like a lot of his stuff was just done like acapella, dude. Like, hey, it, they just went with it. You know yeah, what I mean? It wasn't it. like, yeah. That was the, he just, that was he was like, listen, uh, I see you getting ready to lift your uh, right toe, right big toe, so then I'm going to come with an elbow. Like, he saw things. I mean, I'm telling you right now, man, he could see into the future. He knew what you were about to do. And I, he countered you. Well, he he trained for many years. He had, he, he, he wasn't fake. No, he, he I mean, fake. he had his own... His own form of kung Jeet fu, Kune Do. yeah. He, Jeet Kune Do is is Bruce Lee's yeah. style. Yeah, I mean, it, it, his whole idea is is ironically enough in Fist of Legend 
the during the fight scene, this is to reflect on uh, Bruce Lee. Uh, the love interest of the movie's father flashes back, or he has a, 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 a you know use the force loop type moment from this uh, samurai warrior, you know, karate master, and he's like, you need to be fluid to adapt to think outside of you know basically you know think you're outside of the box and you know who do you think inspired that shit as far as a yeah. discipline because as far as i'm under to my understanding and knowledge martial arts were specific ways and things had to be done certain ways what's that uh just uh it's a book called what the dormouse said but i i've had this for a long time it's the this book it has nothing to do with this book I I wrote I don't even see any pictures there are pictures because it's this book is what the dormouse said is lessons for adults from children's books okay but I when I got this book huh does that does that have a fight scene no (laughs) no I'm getting there (laughs) I I wrote I wrote quotes in the back of this book oh okay one being from Bruce Lee Okay. Now this oh, was a Bruce Lee quote: "Using no way as way, and having no limitation as limitation." Now that's a quote from Bruce Lee. Okay. So that kind of takes you into his mind so that, okay. to for how his kung fu. Yeah. He he was interested in combat. He wasn't interested like, in the styles yeah. that could con- that could constrict your ability to do what you needed to do. Like, you got to be flexible like bamboo. When I was uh, a younger man, um, a uh, guy I know let me borrow a book, and it was called uh, The Economy of Motion. It was called The Economy of Motion. It was a martial, it was like an eighth degree black belt, something ridiculous. There are schools named after him, whatever. But his whole idea was is you don't waste energy when you don't have to. I can see that. And I think a lot of times, you know, especially in when we were talking about real combat, you know, like most combat ends up on the floor, MMA style, right? Yeah. And that's Grappling. that's the inevitable that's the inevitable conclusion of what's going to happen. You clinch up, somebody trips somebody else, somebody drags somebody else down, it ends up on the floor. Right? So that's how MMA started. But <clears throat> The whole idea is is that you don't over you don't overthink your shit, and you take the shots that you know you can take without with a you know like a hip motion like that does more than like that. And yeah. It takes less out of you because you're actually using your body weight to drop, and that actually adds downward force on your fist. In that particular thing, that's how you, yeah, it's kind of like what I do when I go to uh, when I go uh, enter in ice breaking contests. (laughs) That sounds legit. Yeah, that sounds Uh, legit. Yeah, that's pretty real. That's a great. Uh, Are you are you guys aware that um, Wesley Snipes is like uh, a Jedi master in the martial arts world because uh, he's legit, dude. The last time I heard. The reason why he got the starring role in Blade is because he got, I think he choreographed most of that shit himself. Whoa, were we Blades in that reality? That's fucking tight. That's fucking, we were Blades? That's fucking tight. I was, I was, I'm a a bad, I'm a bad grandpa. I'm a a bad, 
<laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. No, it's all right. I, 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 I seen a, I seen, it was low hanging fruit, yeah, and so, I had to um, take it. When he made the first blade, I believe he was like a fifth degree black belt in kendo, which is Japanese sword fighting. It's something like so where he's he like he has like he, the third or fourth highest ranking in the world, or something like that. Oh, something I don't crazy. Go that I don't know that. I'm, we uh, we yeah. should look this up. Yeah, somebody look it we up. Should look it up. Find it out. Um. But yeah, uh, Walker, Texas Ranger. We talked about Chuck Norris. There are yep. some great fight sequences in that show. Well, he knows how to. He knows I how mean, to yeah. Fight he he likes to. He Chuck likes Norris. his. Uh, he likes his spinning kicks. There's no bad fight scenes with Chuck Norris. That's right. Spinning heel kicks. He does. You every win time. every time. Every time. And then I had like some some of the our favorite actors in fight scenes. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, I have a whole list because how can you narrow that down? Um, I have one that's obscure. Oh, I have some obscure. It, it, it personifies Jack. Edward Norton versus Jared Leto in Fight Club. Yeah. Oh, I think we talked about that, too. That is a... Horrible beatdown. <laughs> a horrible beatdown. Yeah. Hey, we got um, a uh, confirmation of a fifth degree black belt in uh, Shatakon with something. Okay. Something karate. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. A second degree belt in uh, Hapkido. And Hapkido. he also studied Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, he's bad yeah. And Kung Fu. That's why, that's why it took him so long. The IRS couldn't come for him. <laughs> man to man. Wow. <laughs> They had to send. They had to send armed guards. They had to send to Chuck Norris money. to get him. <laughs> they sent him Walker, they Texas Ranger. What would, like? what would that look like? Like Chuck, Wesley. Oh, and Taekwondo. Yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. Don't fuck with Wesley. He's trained up. Snipes is the Snipes. Wesley Pipes, man. So if you want to take him out, you might need a sniper. Hold on. It says, celebrities who are good in martial arts. Ashton Kutcher. What? Dude. He must have learned. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Al Bundy? Al Bundy knows how to kick ass, dude. Well, he's huge as fuck. Yeah, I mean, God, how tall is he in real life? He's probably six foot four. I think so. He's pretty tall, yeah. Shit, he should learn how to fight if he hadn't. Um, I mean, I'm, I, li- I have. Explains why you got to kick so many boyfriends ass. <laughs> right? I have Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris. Yep. Return of the Dragon. Van Damme, Arnold, Stallone, Steven Seagal, Michael Dudikoff. Oh, I forgot about him. You ever like seen American Ninja? You ever seen the American Ninja God, franchise? No, I didn't. I didn't. Man, you're American missing out. American that was Ninja. I was allowed to watch R-rated movies. I'm trying to. He was in other stuff too. He was I, in. I wasn't allowed to watch R-rated movies until I was about. Was he? 10, he might have been in Platoon. Eleven. Feel like he was in a war movie. Um, I mean, Jet Li, Jackie Chan, and I mean, I could go on, oh, but yeah. you know. Oh, these are these are the guys that craft court. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, there's. You you go from the eighties. We had we had Stallone, John Cusack, John Cusack. I, I think he does. Yeah, I, Keanu I've Reeves, but he can also shoot. That's I've crazy. Heard that. Keanu Reeves can do anything. Keanu Reeves can do anything. That's correct. He can save the world with George Carlin, or avenge his dog. 
get back his car. Um, Stole the wrong man's car. Uh, speaking of younger, um, fight scene, the Turtles versus the Shredder. Yeah. It holds up. Does you're right? It does. It's it's for for the subject for the. I mean, it, I don't know, man. I remember watching that as a kid and thinking to myself, "Holy shit!" Especially when they remember they, when the Shredder shows up, he just kind of like slow mo lands on the ground. Do you remember that? Yeah. He, like so, it adds the and then he and then it. I, I love that shot. It shows him and it shows him hit the ground. And the next shot is him rising his head into frame from it, like, you know, almost like a comic booky, cartoony thing. Yeah. And that's the most probably comic booky thing they did. But that I mean, whole the, the whole the whole fight scene with at the mall at the beginning, when they take out the Foot Clan at the mall, and that's. Do you guys remember when that movie two. first came out? Isn't that number two? Yeah, it is. Pizza delivery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pizza delivery. Good. Who ended, Who was actually Donatello in the first movie? Andy. He was, the, he was the. Andy was in Surf Ninjas. Yeah, the the kid who was the delivery pizza. Um, from what I from what I remember, he was the actual stunt guy who was Donatello in the first turn. Turtles yeah. movie. Why not? That's pretty wild. Yeah. What What about one of the Corys that played uh, Michelangelo's voice? I thought that was pretty cool. Corey Feldman. Yeah. 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 That's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I, I I really enjoyed Ninja Wise Turtles. Wise men say, never full, pay full price for late pizza. <laughs> Forgiveness <laughs> is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. That was outstanding. <laughs> it's like you're watching, you know, giant puppet costumes, and it's, it's like you don't even care. You don't even care. As a kid, you don't care. You're not looking for the seams. But you're that was look- all practical effects, man. Right. It was fantastic. But I'm, that's what I'm saying. As a kid, you're not looking for the scenes. You're not looking to see how unrealistic sh- uh, Splinter's fucking fur looks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm an adult and, and I don't, don't even care. I, right. Like, I mean, we don't right? care because we wouldn't. Now, now, to be fair, I should be getting some props because I did not pull out some Toxic Avenger fight scenes, and those are great, too. But I didn't pull them out. Thank you. Until the end. Can I bring up another honorable mention? I'm going back to the 80s, but I already talked to Dan about this earlier. But, you know, the 80s were notorious for those one-liners. And uh, uh, in the movie Commando, you remember in the very, very end, they get get into it in that, I don't know, like that um, basement hallway. And uh, Arnold, like... Beats down uh, Bennett. Remember that was his name, right? Yep, Bennett. And uh, I mean, the fight was kind of like going back and forth for a little while there, and then you know, like you knew it didn't matter that you knew that Arnold was going to get him in the long run. Dude, he whooped his ass, and he threw his body through that pipe that was busted, and the steam started coming out, dude. And he was like, <laughs> "Let us some steam, dude." That was absolutely <laughs> outstanding, dude. It whistled through his Let chest, dude. That's let out some steam. Yeah, like Arnold is the king good. of the one-liners for sure. I don't. Know oh yeah. I don't know. I mean, Predator. We we. Yeah, we, yeah. we did Predator already. It's it's the it's the greatest man versus. Yeah, yeah there's only one person that comes to mind that ta- takes one-liners more than Arnold. Right. And that's Robert England as Freddy Krueger. Because of all the kills, is something different. Yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got the one one-liners well, yeah, for but sure. Yeah, he used to have one-liner. He, he used to have one-liners like every twenty minutes. Yeah. 
I mean, so I guess so does Arnold. Stick around. Yeah. <laughs> Billy gets me out of this hole. It bleeds, we can kill it. Get to the chopper! Dude, it just keeps going. Kill me! Going. I'm here! Sorry, those aren't one-liners. That's just... They're just kind lines? Of, kind of it is. I don't know. It's funny because every time I do that, I think of... Uh, has anyone seen Beer Fest? Have you seen Beer yes. Fest? Yeah. All right. When they're... When that, when das Boot. When the, yeah, when the German guys are taunting them for the first time and they're like... The one guy sitting there, they'll kill me. I'm here. I'm here now. <laughs> that's, that's what I see. It's He's a comedian. He's been in a whole bunch of shit, but I can't think of his fucking name. Uh... At least play some weird foreigner or some shit. I don't know. Oh god. But yeah. What you got? What you got? Any more? No, I. That's that's everything I got wrote down. Cause. I mean, I, I think this can carry on for a long time. Oh, I'm, I would, oh, I mean, yeah. we could I would keep going for sure. I, I blew just, past that time limit. I'm just glad you brought <laughs> in Forrest Gump beating up. Right. The, beating Forrest up. Gump. I couldn't wait. I, I was I was like, I gotta get it out now because right. if I don't and I forget. Oh. Then I'm gonna remember tomorrow, right. and I'm gonna say, "Man, it's, we gotta add this." It was perfect. I thought, <laughs> and I thought I was gonna get the win with the with Happy Gilmore and Forrest that Gump just knocked yeah. it off. Happy Gilmore was good because I didn't, didn't even it didn't even didn't yeah. even ping on my radar, man. I didn't I didn't even think about that shit. I was trying to stay. I mean, well, here, here's That's the thing. What, I was trying to not just go straight action movies. I was watching the Batman warehouse scene. I watched that Fist of Legend scene. Yeah. I watched uh, two. You just brought up Born Supremacy. I brought up. The fight where he fights the guy from Triple X, and then, um, uh, then in John Wick, is the same. Uh, he, when he fights the guy in the library in Number Three, yeah, with the, with the book, and he breaks him, beats him to death with that book. Goddamn. <laughs> <But> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is, uh, yeah. I mean, I had there were so many I didn't know where to focus. Oh yeah, it, it was hard. It was hard to rein it in, but. No. I think yeah, we kind of landed from, it. Yeah, I try to stay away from things that I felt like we could like make a whole show about. Um, right. You know, like the series and things like that. I try to be like off the wall. Like I knew another honorable mention that I was going to speak of was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the fight scene where they're fighting each other. But I was uh, yeah. told through text, one. I, yeah. do not you do not add guns. But the best part about it was they beat they're each other's both, asses, and they and guess what? They, they both had a happy ending. Right? They, sure they got did. it in. They like, sure come on, did. man! Is that not the best makeup? That, like, listen, I was mad. That I was going to kill you. Catharsis from a for a sad relationship <laughs> I've ever seen. Like that that is too because it was the boiling point. They found out each other were working for different agencies. They had their shootout, but then they were both turned on by the fact that they were both secret. <laughs> Agents and they had just Dude, they're in the minivan tried their best to kill She was each like, other. "How many, how many, how many bodies do you ever?" Oh, I mean, I don't like to brag, oh, but she, like, like eleven or something. And he finds like out. Seventy years. He was like, he was like, oh, he was like, we gotta, we're gonna talk about this, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it was just that's a good one too, man. I mean, I, I, I thought that was good. I mean, but see, I like, I like, I was trying to have reasoning behind why I liked it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. why I liked the fight scene. Uh, you know, some type of sentimental memory to it. Like, like I said again, you know, was Under Siege the best movie I ever seen? No, but I like the fact that I was like, that's the first time I ever seen two people try to fight each other with knives upside down. Like, right. what are you guys like, doing, man? You're gonna cut yourself. It, it was a perception change. It was, it was like yeah. an epiphany. Like, oh my gosh, every movie I've ever seen, it's he goes, huh. <laughs> you know what I plus, mean? Makes, plus, it's like the first Seagal movie up. where he's not, not a cop. That lost somebody close Named to him. There he's out, to, or out for revenge. Mason right. or some other type of uh, right. 
He's just got a normal name, Casey. Is that normal? We got because because you know uh, Steven Seagal never has a normal or he never has a normal name. It's always you know like it's 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 always out there. It's always right. something like who named you? <laughs> well, that's like uh, what was it? Uh, um, what was uh, Van Damme's full name in Hard Target? It was Chance something, right? Oh, yeah, geez. yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chance like, with an accent, right? Like. Uh, like they're all named to sound like something cool like Steve McQueen but Steve McQueen's a real fucking person <laughs> you know what I mean yeah so is Lightning McQueen <laughs> right. <laughs> right there <laughs> <laughs> so is Lightning McQueen I think we you might have to end here. it there I don't I like this. it you don't like it I don't it. like it Ooh. this is funny I don't know I got nothing this is funny shit well I think that's it for this week, guys. Yeah, I think we covered some ground. It's, uh, it was a good time. Oh, yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks, Thanks for coming, for coming I on. I uh, recorded clearly. Because, I know, no you shit. Know, I feel like... Oh, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure this audio is... I don't want anything bad. Yeah, I don't yeah. want... Yeah. There was such wasted content in previous recordings, and it's like, you know... Yep. I, oh, yeah. I, I got turned loose. You know what I mean? I felt like at home. I was allowed to just, right. you know, speak my mind and, and be able to talk and, you know. Well, that's, and, that's generally what we would like to do whenever we have a guest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we go, I, I think what, what was the very first time you guys tried to get me on, I think it was something to do with uh, cartoons or something. And I, I don't even know how I thought of it, but I started I started thinking like, hold on, man, wait a minute, man. We we started talking about cartoons or something, and I started. I brought up the the gummy bears uh, cartoon, yeah. five hour energy, five hour and I energy. said, "Dude, yeah. man, you know what? Hold on, man. They they're the originators of five hour energy right over there. You twist <laughs> the, the cap, you bust it open, man, and, and you know, like, come and on. And now man. you can watch that whole series on Disney Plus because we <laughs> had show got, for anything in this off, episode, and so I got to throw that started in. Going to talk, and he was like, "What? What are you talking about? Like." If you were to try and take like a Tim Burton remake of the Gummy Bears, this is how they would be. They'd be in the forest making five-hour energy or some kind of energy drink that that makes them bounce around and have fun. But to us, it's a some kind of horribly addictive caffeine high. And then some government guy comes in. They gotta fight off the. This is our forest. <laughs> right. I don't know, dude. That's what I think of. Gummy bears bouncing here, here and there and, there and everywhere. everywhere. I mean, Fuck come out. on, man. Dude, Five Hour Energy <laughs> came out in the 80s. You know what I mean? Like, like, shouldn't there be some type of like... Uh, yeah, in the 80s, like it was just called Speed. Yeah. Yeah, but they had it in their little... Their little uh, it was called Dexatron. Vial. I don't... Re- yeah. I don't remember... Are you... Okay, so you're telling me you remember seeing bottles of five hour energy in the 80s well it wasn't called five hour energy i'm just saying like it was like a little brown thing with a little cork on there and they popped the cork drank it and they had energy you know what i mean and i think whoever created five hour energy like you're not fooling nobody i know where you got it from bud (laughs) dear dear five hour energy fuck you you thieves (laughs) i'm going i'm gonna take this to twitter i'm gonna see if five hour energy has a twitter and i'm gonna ask them if they stole their idea from the gummy gummy bears. bears Just do it. I'm cool with it. That sounds like it could be uh, amazing. Why not start something? I don't know how nobody else thought of this. I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you might be a genius. A savant? I mean, I would 
told that before, but it's hey. got a nice little ring to it. I like it. And on that note, be yourself. Do what you want to do. Don't be a dick to people. That's the just. Just be cool with everybody. That's the best way to live your life. That's the pop culture hootenanny for this week. I'm Dan. And I'm Justin. And we got T-Rod. Am I allowed to say my name? You yeah. are certainly allowed to say it. And T-Rod. Around? Around. You're allowed to say it. We're not allowed to run this now. No, okay, we can do it. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, pop culture.